Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Pure Nonsense. I am recording this at 7.33 p.m. on Wednesday. I'm literally posting this tomorrow. So if that's not last minute, I don't know what is. And that's weird because I feel like I've recorded a handful of episodes that are really last minute. I'm not a last minute kind of person at all. I love planning. I love having things on my calendar. I love knowing exactly when I'm going to do something. I'm not someone that's like, I I don't know. I like planning things. I like knowing what I'm going to do. So doing things last minute, I never did that in school. If it was a project or an assignment, I would get it out of the way. I wouldn't do it the last night. Mm, Some things I would. Eventually, some things I would. You know, once you get to the end of college, it's kind of like, mm, okay, the whole senioritis situation, definitely there. But in general, I don't really do things very late. So this is kind of strange that I'm recording right before I'm supposed to post this. But I didn't think I would be very busy this week. And then I did get busy, which is great. So that's good. But that means I didn't sit down to record before this, which I'm saying, oh my god, I was so busy. No, I could have recorded this definitely. There were times where I was scrolling through Instagram reels when I could have been recording, so that's on me. But anyways, this is going up tomorrow, so that's totally fine. Nothing to worry about. I literally have a stopwatch on my phone going so that I can cut this off at like 20-25 minutes, somewhere around there. Literally the last episode, I said, okay, we're going to keep this one short because I didn't do that in the last one when I said I would. So this one's going to be short, 45 minutes. I don't know. I know I do not like listening to myself talk. You know, when you have those professors in school where you're sitting in the lecture hall, you feel like you're not learning anything because they just keep rambling because they like to hear themselves talk. I feel like that's probably how it comes off, given I have a podcast just by myself, no special guests or anything like that. But I don't like listening to myself talk when I have to edit these episodes. I really don't like listening to it, but that's okay. That's okay. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about irrational fears, kind of quote-unquote irrational fears, because I started thinking about it. I started thinking about some of the things that I have been afraid of for like my whole life, for as long as I can remember, just just different random things. And they're always labeled as irrational fears. And then I was like, if it's an irrational fear, guess what? That means it's not rational to be afraid about that. But then I started thinking, I was like, why can't I be afraid of those things? Why is it that they're irrational? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm going to go over some fears And why, honestly, I don't think they're irrational and why I absolutely hate, this is one of my pet peeves, when you are talking about your fears, I don't know what situation this would come up in. If someone asked you, you know, if you want to go to a theme park and go on a roller coaster and you say, no, I don't like roller coasters, you would think you killed someone when you tell someone that. If you tell someone you have a fear of something that they don't have a fear about, it's like the world is ending oh my god, you're crazy. What are you talking about? That's so ridiculous, so irrational. Come on, it's not that bad, blah, blah, blah. You know what? It pisses me off. And I'm going to talk about it today, not in a negative way, not in a negative way at all. I want to shed some light on why people might be afraid of what they're afraid of and why you shouldn't make fun of them. 
And I know what you're thinking. This sounds a little too specific, Maggie. What happened to you within the past week to make you want to talk about this? Literally nothing. Nothing. When I am in the car, when I'm in the shower, when I'm baking, sometimes I'm not listening to music. I'm not listening to a podcast. I am just, I'm just by myself and I like to think, okay? I'm not about anything important necessarily. Sometimes I just, just, I, there are times where I am driving in the car and it'll be like 20 minutes later and I'm like, oh, I'm not listening to music. Whoops. And then I feel weird, so I put on music just to try and be a little normal, you know? But yeah, this is one of those things where I was just randomly thinking about it, and I was like, hmm, I do have a handful of fears that I have been made fun of before, and that people are like, oh, it's not that bad, what are you talking about, get over it. Oh my god, I cannot stand it. So I'm going to talk about those fears, and honestly... We're already five minutes into this, so I've got 20 minutes left. 20 minutes sounds like so much time to sit here and talk about fears. And because there's literally the last episode I made, I literally said, I want to talk about things that are more important, things that have meaning. Maybe this does have meaning because making fun of people for their fears is not fun. Um... So take this however you want to take it. I feel like I'm delusional right now. I am so tired. It's not even 8 p.m. and I am I'm ready to snuggle up and get all cozy with my hatch alarm clock. I've talked about the hatch alarm clock before. Every night, every night I love that thing. When I sleep somewhere where I don't have the hatch alarm clock, I hate it. If my family goes to the beach, I bring my hatch alarm clock with me. I can't, I can't live without it anymore. It's just that good. So anyways, let's get into all of the irrational fears and why I don't think they should be considered irrational because that's just annoying. Okay, so my first quote-unquote irrational fear, clowns. I hate clowns so much. I always have, ever since I was little, I did not like clowns. And you know what? I don't think that's irrational. I think there are so many situations where clowns, first of all, let's take John Wayne Gacy into consideration with this one, all right? If you don't know who John Wayne Gacy is or was, right? Little piece of shit. He was a serial killer back in 70s, 80s, around that time, and he killed like over 30 boys and uh, was just not a good person. He loved clowns. You went into his house, he had clowns, like clown portraits on the wall, pictures of clowns. He dressed up as a party clown and that was like one of his little side gigs that he would do. He was a party clown. At the same time, he was brutally murdering over 30 people and burying them in his basement, like in the footing of the house. Disgusting. He ran out of room to bury them because he had killed so many people. So he just started throwing them in the river and stuff like that. Disgusting. Awful person. You know what? And that's what a clown is. Not that all clowns are murderers because, you know, there are some, there are fine clowns, whatever. But it's just not right. Why? 
why do you need to paint your smile on like that? It's like the Joker. It's literally like the Joker. Very creepy. I don't think being afraid of clowns is irrational. When I was growing up, my family and I would go to the 4th of July parade in Southport every single year. We've always done that. I love that parade, but they have clowns and I'm not cool with that. And so when I was a kid and the clowns would come out, I would hide and then my family would be like, oh, come on. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. Did I think I was going to die? No, but I don't want that thing near me. I don't want the thing near me at all. And everyone was like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, it's fine. You're fine. Look, he's nice. He's nice. I don't give a shit. Why is there a clown in my face? That's what I want to know. So first irrational fear, quote unquote, irrational clowns. I think that is very reasonable, very reasonable. Going off of that, people in uh, those costumes, for example, the Chick-fil-A cow. No, no, I, oh my God, I'm thinking about it right now. And if I, oh God, when I was a kid and I would sit in Chick-fil-A, I was with my sister and my papa and he, he would take us out to Chick-fil-A when we were little, you know, cute little date night, whatever. And the, the, the cow would be there. And I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, this is going to kill me. This is the worst night of my life. What is up with the Chick-fil-A cow? If you, the next time, do they even do that anymore? I don't know if they do that anymore. Probably because so many kids had nightmares. The eyes on that costume, terrifying, terrifying. And the, the hooves, the hooves, the hooves. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not human, but it's walking like a human and it can talk. And the eyes don't move. They don't blink. Nothing happens. It just stares at you. It's wrong. It's unethical. And I, I don't like it. I don't like things in costumes. And that goes with anything. Mascots, if it's not a mascot that is supposed to be a human, like there are pirate mascots and stuff, that's fine. But if it's a mascot of an animal, but it's a human in there. Let's just say it. Furries. (laughs) Let's just come out, come right out and say it. I don't like furries. Terrifying. That is a nasty concept in the first place. The fact that that exists, they have conventions of all things. That's, can you imagine standing in the middle of a furry convention? Oh, what is up with that? That is, that is wrong. It would be very smart for like a therapist to set up a booth in a furry convention. That would be great marketing. They should do that. They should absolutely do that. If I were a therapist, maybe I would do that. But, you know, it's just terrifying. So I don't like, I don't like uh, furries or people in animal costumes, which is a furry now that I say it out loud. But you know, the Chick-fil-A cow. Chick-fil-A cow's not a furry. I hope to God. I hope to God. But you know what? You never know. I, if I had ever met Barney in real life, I would have peed my pants. Not from excitement, but from uh, true fear in my core. 
that would be so uncomfortable. Anyways, we're 12 minutes into the episode now, so let me continue my next quote-unquote irrational fear. Heights. I'm not a heights person. The sensation of falling from a, a high point so scary. I hate that feeling. I do not do roller coasters. Should I give you guys a little story time on my first roller coaster ride and how god awful that entire day was? I'll I'll give you a, a a brief overview. I went what was the park called? It was some like roller coaster park, not Six Flags. I don't know. It was some roller coaster theme park and Uh, I was in high school and I was dating this guy and I went with him and his family and I had told him before, I was like, I don't like roller coasters. I do not ride roller coasters. Absolutely not. I don't want to. I want to go with you guys because, you know, the games and the food and spending time with you and your family, I would love to do that. But just so you know, I don't want to ride any of the roller coasters. I'm perfectly fine waiting at the exit uh, when you all get off of the ride and I can hold the bags. I don't want to ride a roller coaster. And so, he ended up convincing me to agree to try it out, right? Because he knew I had never been on one and you can't knock it till you try it, blah, blah, blah. And so, I agreed. I was like, okay, I'll go on like a maximum, you know, three roller coasters, max three. When we got there, I was shitting my pants. I was so uncomfortable. I did not want to do it at all, but I waited in line. I got on my first roller coaster. This roller coaster, it had a big drop and then it had like two upside down loops. I feel like that's pretty intense for your first roller coaster. And we go on it. I'm terrified. It's tall. I'm gonna feel the falling sensation and it feels like you are speeding in a car to your death, you know? I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm not, I'm not the, the, the daredevil adrenaline junkie kind of person. I don't like it. I really don't. And so I get on the ride. We do it. I scream my head off. At one point, I feel like I passed out. My body just like went limp. And I I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then after the ride, they were like, wasn't that awesome? I was like, no. I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I don't want to go on anymore, but I'm so happy to be here with you guys. I'll hold the bags. I'll gladly eat food with you and play the ground games. I call them ground games, you know, like popping the balloons, the little water squirting thing to make the bear go to the top of the pole. I love that game. I don't know what it's called. I'm, I love that game so much. But yeah, I was like, you know, I don't want to go on any more roller coasters. The guy that I was dating at the time in high school, he was pissed, like so mad at me that I would not go on another roller coaster to the point where his mom pulled him aside and told him, you know, if you are nice to her throughout the day and if you do some of the things that she wants to do, like play some of the games and stuff, then she'll definitely go on a roller coaster with you. She'll... 100%. First of all, uh, no. And also, maybe she didn't tell him this. He told me that she told him this, so that's probably a complete lie. That's probably a complete lie. 
But anyways, I didn't go on another roller coaster. He broke up with me at the theme park. That was one of the like 10 times he would do the whole like, we're done. I'm breaking up with you. Uh, We're done. It was one of those relationships, you know, and that I was like, what the hell? I'm not going on a roller coaster. So that's what that's your reaction. That's what happens. Are you joking me? And then it was one of those things where he was like trying to manipulate me into going on a roller coaster because if he broke up with me, he thought that I would be like, wait, no, no, it's fine. I'll go on one. I'll go on one. It's fine. I didn't do that, but he ended up telling me, oh, it's okay. We're not broken up, by the way, by the time we got back home later that day. Little piece of shit. And yeah, so that's my uh, first roller coaster ride story, if you were interested. But roller coasters in general, I have not been on another roller coaster since then, and I do not want to. I did not have fun. It, I don't. I don't care about the company that I had with me. Obviously, that was god-awful. That has nothing to do with it. I don't like going to a very, very high point and then dropping to my almost death, but uh uh-oh, we're gonna keep it going and we're gonna flip you upside down a couple times and turn you so fast that you almost get whiplash. I don't want it. I don't like it. I don't think that having a fear of roller coasters or heights in general is irrational. Another thing with heights, this is another thing that I really don't enjoy. Say you're at the lake with friends. Maybe there's like a big rock, like a cliff that you can jump off of and get go into the water. Or you're on the roof of like a lake house or something that you can jump off of and go into the water. Like, you know, those boat docks where that you can like jump off the top of them sometimes. I don't like it. I don't do it. I don't like it. I don't like heights. I don't like the falling sensation. That is literally what that is. Why would I do it if I don't like it? When you are at the lake with someone and you are literally just telling them, oh no, I'll get in the water, you know, down at the normal dock. I don't want to jump off the top. I don't like heights. You know, I don't really like that. I'll meet you down here in the water. This is one of those situations where you would think that I killed someone because it's like, what do you, what do you mean? It's not that bad. Come on. Everyone else is doing it. It's like, it's like the peer pressure you see in those dare videos when you're in elementary school and you're doing the whole dare thing. It's like the peer pressure that people think happens with alcohol and drugs. I've never experienced that with alcohol and drugs ever. I have experienced it with telling people, oh, no, thanks. I don't want to jump off the cliff. What? Why? It's so fun. No, it's not. And I don't want to do it. And I hate having to explain that every time I'm near a body of water where, you know what? I just don't want it. I just don't want to. No means no, guys, for everything. I don't care what the conversation is. Someone's like, no, I don't want to eat that. Well, okay, not that because, you know, if it's like a five-year-old being picky and all they want to eat is chicken nuggets, then you can continue to pressure them to eat their vegetables. But that's completely unrelated. This is one of those situations where I don't think it will ever 
be the case where I can just say, oh, I don't want to jump off the cliff. Oh, I don't want to jump off the dock. I'm sorry. I'll just meet you in the water. And then that's that. What's wrong with that? I don't think anyone will ever take that as an answer without putting up some kind of fight. And I don't understand it. It's like some, what is it called? Like a superiority complex or something where the people just think they're they're so cool. Look at me. I can jump. It's like, yeah, I could too. I don't want to. Number one, when I land, my bathing suit will be nothing but a wedgie. Nothing but a wedgie. And hmm, I saw this thing. <laughs> it was uh, someone's ick is when a guy jumps into the water, but he holds his nose <laughs> when he's jumping. Uh, I think that's funny. Oh, people holding their nose when they jump into water. It's like, just don't breathe in when you jump. Whatever. Anyways, that's my other quote-unquote irrational fear that I think is totally okay to be uncomfortable with because also there have been so many situations where people get hurt when heights are involved, whether it's on an airplane or jumping off of a cliff or skydiving or roller coasters or, you know, those tall swings like at the fair and also at theme parks just in general, those swings that like they swing around in a circle and it's on a really tall pole. Hell no. Never in my l- Oh my god, my hands are sweating just thinking about being on one of those. I can't even imagine. Absolutely not. I think that that is not an irrational fear because so many bad things have happened. And I just I would just rather not. I'm good on the ground, you know? And also, I'm fine with airplanes. My first airplane ride was when I was 15. I was terrified. I was scared shitless. I was on the plane. I was in the middle seat with my mom and my sister on either side. We were going to New York City for our first, like, girls trip and everything. And you know what? I cried. I did. I'm gonna admit to you right now, I cried because I had never been on a plane before. And when you combine that with also being so scared of heights and so scared of falling. It's not a good combo, but I kept it to myself. I was very quiet. No one knew I was crying except for my mom and my sister. So I didn't cause a scene or anything like that. I'm not a crazy person. I'm not going to cause a scene. But you know what? I don't think it's irrational. So let's move on. My last irrational fear quote-unquote, quote-unquote, because I think it's perfectly reasonable, the ocean, when I can't see what's in it. I live in North Carolina, and our ocean, though I love it, I love the North Carolina coast so much, so much. Our ocean water is, it's got like a sweet tea kind of look, okay? It's not blue, It's not green, and it is not clear. Maybe in the very, very, very shallow part of the sound, it's clear. Uh, But when you're in the ocean, maybe you want to surf, paddleboard, just hang out, something like that. Nope. Nope. You can't see anything. You put your hand in the water, gone. 
you can't see it. That terrifies me. Going into the ocean, like, if you're, like, up to your chest in the water and you can't see anything, oh my god. I can't, in my right mind, just float there and relax. I will always be thinking, oh my god, oh my god, is there something near me? Is there something near me? One time, my dad was teaching my sister and I how to surf when we were very little. And my sister was on the board. My dad was kind of holding the board steady, waiting for the next wave to come. So I was in the water next to him, like waiting for my next turn, whatever. And as I'm standing there, I am like, I am young. So I was small and short, but the water was up to my chest. Okay. Pretty deep. And a sand shark. I swear to God, it was a sand shark. It 110% was not seaweed or something like that. And it was so rough that, oh my God, I hate thinking about it. It was not like just a normal fish that would have been kind of slimy. It was like a rough sand shark that went right across my leg and then kind of smacked my leg with the back of its tail. Oh my God. I tried to run away and I tried to run back to shore, but guess what? You can't run in water. You can try, but you're not going to get very far. I was so scared. I really, I don't like thinking about it. Now, I have never seen clear water in my life. I want to see clear water so bad. I've never really traveled. I want to travel so bad. I I got a passport because I was supposed to study abroad in college, but then it got canceled because of COVID. And so, I, I just, I have a passport, no stamps in it though. And I know I don't have to go abroad to see clear water. I could go to like Florida Keys or something. But I have never done that and I want to so bad because I would love to go swimming in the ocean when I can see around me. If I can look at what's coming, maybe I can prepare. If I can look at what's there and the fish don't care about me because they're just minding their own business, then that would be fun too. But the water... Again, love North Carolina, love the North Carolina coast so much, but not being able to see what is right next to me or right in front of me if there is something, it makes me sweat. It makes me sweat. Also, stingrays terrify me. I don't like having to do the the little shimmy stingray foot on the, on the, uh, on the sand because if the people people are like you know make sure you shimmy your feet when you're walking on you know when you're walking on the sand and the water and i'm like okay and if there is a stingray is it just going to move out of the way or is it going to get mad that i just kicked it and then it's going to pull a little steve irwin on me nope nope ugh you know that is just another one of my quote unquote irrational fears that I don't think is irrational because also there are shark attacks. Are there a ton? No. Do they happen? Yes. I also, I've gotten stung by so many jellyfish. That hurts. That hurts. Last September, my family and I were at the beach. I was paddle boarding. 
My dad and I like to surf on paddle boards when the water's perfect because sometimes it's like a little too rough just to casually paddle board and just kind of float there. But then if it's like a little rough, quote unquote rough, the waves are perfect to surf it when you're already on the paddle board. And you can kind of use your paddle board to get going so you don't have to like paddle with your arms and everything. It's really fun. So we were doing that and I was on a wave and then my, like the nose of my board started to go under. So I was like, oh, okay, like I'm not going to get this one. That's fine. I'll just fall into the water. As I'm falling into the water, I see a massive school of fish and I'm like, oh my God, I'm already falling at this point. There's nothing that I can do. I'm like, oh my God. If there's a big school of fish, there's probably something else, okay? So, I fall in and I stand up. The, the wa- I can stand in this water, okay? I stand up and I'm like, okay, nothing happened. I'm not getting attacked. Everything's fine. So, I go to grab my board because it's attached to my ankle and, you know, it's kind of floating around. So, I go to grab it. All of a sudden, this sensation goes up my leg. I don't feel anything physically, like an object, right? Nothing's biting me or anything. But this sensation goes up my leg that hurts so bad. I scream. I do. I'm like, ow! Oh my god! And then my dad's in the water and he's like, is it a bite or is it a sting? Oh my god, did you get bit or did you get stung? And I was like, no, 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 I got stung, I got stung. And so we go to the shore. I've got this like tentacle mark wrapped around my leg. It was there for like six months. I'm not joking you. That hurts so bad. And, you know, jellyfish are clear anyway. So even if the water's clear, you probably still can't see them very well. But it just proves my point. There are painful things in the ocean. Yes, it's their home. I don't blame them. If someone came into my home and landed on top of me, I'd I'd try to hurt them probably. So, 100% understand it. Anyways, that's another one of my fears. The whole ocean and not being able to see the fish. If I can see the fish, awesome. If the water's clear, awesome. Even when it's not. Again, I love the beach. I love North Carolina. I love North Carolina beaches. But we do have sweet tea oceans. That's what I call it. It looks like sweet tea to me. And I don't know. I would just like to be able to see my feet or my hand, you know? It's a bit unsettling. It's a bit unsettling. But those are all my fears. I am 32 minutes into this, so I'm so sorry. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was somewhat entertaining. And maybe you're thinking about the fears that you have. And maybe you can say to yourself, you know what? People have made fun of me for these fears before, but that's not cool because they're not irrational. There's a reason I have this fear and, you know, for X, Y, and Z reasons, I feel that it is valid to be afraid of these things and that's just, that's just how it is. Now, are there irrational fears? Yes. But if someone tells you, hey, I'm afraid of heights, okay. Why do you have to cause a problem about it? Why do people have to cause issues about someone being afraid of heights or clowns or people in animal costumes 
or someone that doesn't want to float in pitch black water just waiting for a shark to come and get them. You can shut up about it because that's logical. Anyways, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're having an amazing day, an amazing week whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you for the next episode of Pure Nonsense. Bye!